Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking Week 10 Waiver Wire, as well as the Cowboys-Giants game that just wrapped up. So I guess we'll jump into Cowboys-Giants real quick before we get to the waiver. So Cowboys... 37, Giants 18. Giants aren't really good, but I mean, Dak's pretty solid game for him. 257, three touchdowns. He looked good. Zeke looked like Zeke. 139 yards. Mari Cooper gets a nice long touchdown. Just, you know, they all did their thing. Prescott, Zeke, and Cooper all played pretty well tonight. So, solid there. And then uh, Gallup saves you if you played him with a touchdown. Which, uh, I know I think you had him in the lineup, or at least one of your lineups there. Yeah, I, I didn't need him, luckily, but uh, <laughs> he came through for me either way. Yeah, it's a nice little you know, athletic play there, but they didn't have to do a lot. They Giants are just not that good, so which is, I mean, really, the Cowboys, not much to talk about. They're just, they played, they're, played solid. Everyone kind of did what they needed to. So the Giants, on the other hand, and they're just um, not able to get Barkley going too much. He was able to turn it into a decent day because of one 65-yard reception. But other than that, 14 carries for 28 yards. So he did have six receptions for 67, but other than the one 65-yarder, his other five were for two yards combined. <laughs> yeah, you know it's a bad day when you can't even get Barkley going. They didn't really stand a chance from early on. Um, you know, I you know, I actually like to I, – I love that. I love bringing up any stats that make PPR look bad. But so those five catches, other than that sixty-five, those five for two yards were five point two points in PPR. <laughs> I know, I know, it's so bad. I mean, come on, people, right? I mean, I think Barkley's just being wasted in this offense right now. I mean, Daniel Jones, I don't know. I mean, the guy he has potential yet; he can be good, but he's just he's not there right now. But he turns the ball over like crazy right now. Fumbles, interception tonight, just not helping Barkley at all. I mean, I don't know. He's going to be, Barkley's going to be good, but you're not getting like McCaffrey and Zeke and those kind of numbers right now, which is, uh, I mean, you drafted him like he was going to get that. Right. And, you know, it's hard to say too much about him because, you know, regardless of how poor they've been playing, he's still been, you know, very, very good. And, you know, his rank is very misleading, obviously. He missed three games in the middle. But, it, you know, even this game, what he in standard, he's going to get 9.5 for you. I mean, pretty darn good. Besides for the one game, I believe he got hurt in the Tampa Bay game. He's gotten double digits in every other game. So it, it's crazy to think that even when they're not doing well, he will still produce. Uh, th- that's why I love the guy so much. You know, is he giving you that top three production at the moment no but you know I still don't think he's a a bad pick and Daniel Jones they made the move over you know sad part is maybe Barkley was a little better off with Eli but I think long term is is for the best um it hasn't hurt him too much and he should get right back on track next week yeah Barkley's gonna be fine he's great but man how much how are you feeling right now if you drafted Barkley over Christian McCaffrey this year Oh yeah, you're feeling sick, but <laughs> so you should have should have listened to me as I ranked McCaffrey number one this year. So okay. yeah, so you Just, were correct. I I put Barkley over him. Uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I still don't feel bad about it, but yeah, McCaffrey was clearly the way to go. <laughs> I feel pretty good about that call. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty solid. And then uh, I'll say the other receivers there for the Giants, we didn't say Ingram 6 or 48 and Tate 6 or 42. Not much going from those guys, but yeah, yeah, you know, it was okay game. I thought it was going to, it looked like it was going to be a little closer than it ended up turning out to be, but how many, uh, <laughs> how many fantasy uh, games were turned on that last uh, garbage touchdown by the Cowboys there? Garbage oh time yeah, there. long long Ooh. touchdown by Cooper. Ouch. No, the, the the fumble recovery there. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Bad. Yeah, that one. Uh, hopefully not, but yeah, you're right. It probably did affect a lot of games. That's the worst feeling right there. It's uh, to lose like that at the end of a game when nothing matters. But yeah, you know, good game for the for the Cowboys though overall, which um wasn't good for us in point spread picks. We both picked the Giants plus seven and a half, so we didn't get that one. Oh, Jeff, should I tell you your record here for the week? Uh, did I go, did I regress? <laughs> Three and 11. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I was waiting for the couple <laughs> of really good ones in a row. I was waiting for the bad one. Uh, so, yeah, we can, we'll can. we look to recover for that on Thursday show. But, all right, let's talk about some waiver wire picks. Um, again, this there isn't anybody you're just going to go blow all your money on. Unless, I guess, I'll say the top of my list, if you need a running back, Right now, and let's say against our, our list is 40% of you have to be owning 40% of ESPN leagues or less. So that does, you know, limit this. And actually, honestly, if you even go up to like 50 or so, it doesn't really change it very much. There's just not a lot out there. So my number one is actually probably going to be Ronald Jones this week, which it seems like he has taken over that role from Barber. Finally, we hope 18 carries this past week. Bruce Arians did say today that Jones is the Buccaneers starting running back going forward. So if you've been waiting for that, that's good news. He's had 18 carries last week, 11 the week before. But if you need a running back, Ronald Jones, 37.8% of leagues. He's the best option, I think, on this waiver wire right now because he's your one. I mean, he's actually not the only true. He's not the only number one running back, but there's one other one I can talk about in a minute, but the other one sucks. So (laughs) it's just it's just Ronald Jones for me. He's the top of the list. I don't think there's anybody else close to him. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> just like, okay, right? yeah. <laughs> it is. It's what it is. There's nothing else. It's him. If you need a back, you get Ronald Jones. And then i say the other starting running back now is going to be Kalen Balazs. Mark Walton's out for four games now. Suspension. Obviously, Drake was traded. There is nobody else in Miami, but uh, you still don't want him, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's not a whole lot to like here. I mean... Uh, it's rough, I, man. Yeah, he hasn't gotten a whole lot of carries this this year, but that team is obviously no good. I mean, really, he topped out at eight carries, but he's never averaged over, I think, 3.5 yards per carry is the best he's done. It's very difficult to know what he's going to be, but you just have to hope that he gets a, you know, a touchdown. Yeah, because this is a complete, if you need to throw a body in there, but and he's a starting running back because there's, there's just nothing left on that team. It's just it's just him, so that, I'm not even. He's not even my next on my list of players I'd pick, but he's just one that's an actual starting running back. But I'll say the other one at the top of my list is going to be probably Darius Geis again. We talked about him last week. Probably don't need to go into too much detail, but th- he should be back for Week 11. It looks like then when they're back Week 11, he should be playing. And we don't know what it's going to look like. How much are they going to use him right away? Are they going to? I mean, most likely when. 
you got to expect it's going to be a split between him and Peterson. Pretty good split at best for him, right? I can't see a scenario where he's really getting all the carries. No, I don't I don't know why you would do that. I would say at this point, too, with the injury concerns, I mean, two years in a row he's gotten hurt. Uh, why wouldn't you, you know, slowly work him back in, use AP because you still have him. He's been running pretty well. So, yeah, I, I don't expect giant things from Geist, but he is probably one of the better uh, prospects on the board, even if he only does get, you know, 10 carries a game or something. I mean, that's how sad it's getting on the waiver wire. He just, he's one of the only ones with any kind of upside. He, he really is. I mean, Jones does. Geis has some there, but that's about it. Um, I guess the the other running backs on my list for this week are all just handcuffs. That's it. It's the time to pick up handcuffs, basically. Especially if you are if you know you're going to be in the playoffs, why not get your handcuffs for your players? So, like, you know, a lot of teams, if you have Delvin Cook, you're probably – you know, a good shot of the playoffs right now. Make sure you have Madison if you already don't. You should have him by now. But if you don't, go get him. Same thing with, like, Zeke and Tony Pollard. Um, those two are the biggest two handcuffs for me right now that I think we've – I mean, we've talked about this before. They're going to step in if they ha- – if, if Zeke goes down or if Cook goes down, Madison Pollard step in and they will be top ten running backs probably. They'll be way up. They're not going to be to the level of the, who they're replacing, but they're going to be very valuable. And then, you know, honestly, I'll say my next guy, another handcuff, Gus Edwards, I think, would step in to the role with the Ravens if Ingram was to go down and be be fairly effective. I don't think he's a huge step down from Ingram. Ingram's better, but with the way Lamar Jackson is, I think he can make any running back good there. So I'd, I'd go get Gus Edwards if I had Ingram. And then, um, yeah, that's my running back handcuffs. <laughs> any others to throw out there? No, no, I don't have anything else for running back. <laughs> it's, yeah, man, it's um, yeah, it's a little, not much there. I'm still waiting for an injury, or not that I want one to happen, but I'm still waiting for the big free agent to emerge. Uh, we're we're getting dangerously close to the week where it usually happens <laughs> in yeah, the next in the next few of so, years past of like uh Sean Drone. Remember that one year? And Sean Drone, yeah. <laughs> he he led me to a title one year. Hightower. Yeah. Hightower, yeah. yeah. Uh you know Cameron Artis Payne had a game, I think. <laughs> yeah, Damian Williams last year. Yeah. There's always somebody. Is it gonna happen, you know, wait and see. You don't know who that's gonna be, but I feel like it still will. It always does. But okay, how about wide receivers? Any any more is it any more interesting over at the wide receiver uh list here? I think I mean, um Zach Pascal has been pretty good for a couple weeks. He's an interesting ad. But he's not I mean he's not uh he's no sure thing, that's for sure. But he's been effective and Hilton should be out again. It's gonna be a couple weeks probably. And Pascal's had two good games out of his last three. So, hey, that's uh, playing Miami this week. It's yeah. a pretty solid play for this week. Yeah, I think he would be a great pickup if you're just looking to fill a, a roster spot for a week. Um, yeah, that one's really good. Um, sadly enough, I can't believe I'm saying his name, but it shows Devontae how, Parker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how you knew just from the introduction. But Devontae <laughs> Parker has actually been playing okay of late. Um well, and now Preston Williams is done for the year, so yeah, they have to throw it to somebody, right? Parker's been—you know—he's he's been okay. He he really has. I mean, we we usually give him a lot of crap uh, for good reason, but uh, the 
the rate at which he is scoring touchdowns in the last five games, I mean, he he has four out of the last five. He scored a touchdown. Um, he's catching anywhere from three to six passes a game. Obviously, he's hovering right around 50 yards, so nothing spectacular. But if he keeps that uh, that production up in the end zone, he is worth the play. Um, you know, when you're when you're struggling. So Indianapolis, I still like. Um, that's a decent matchup. So why not? I think he would probably be next in line. I would still like Pascal better, but yeah, I'd like Pascal better for this week, especially. But Parker, you know, he's he's now that we don't have any expectations for him. Just a low amount of points. And he's just he's just a consistent mediocre player. He seems better <laughs> now that we've lost all expectations for him. So, other than those two, I guess uh, man, it's um not great. AJ Brown to me is actually an interesting pickup. He's uh, out of two of the last three games, his targets have been a little better. Seven and eight. Tannehill's been a better quarterback for him. Still, it was only four for eighty one last game. So. Not really expecting a lot, but he's an, he's just kind of a flyer. Maybe maybe the end of the season looks a little better, but yeah, it's just it's what it is. It's just a complete flyer right now. Um, yeah, wow, I'm 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 losing names here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nikhil uh, Harry, you can, I was gonna say, you can take the flyer on Harry. Yeah, uh, Fly, I was wondering if you were actually going to think that is worthwhile or not. It depends on how many spots you have on your bench. Honestly, I don't know how it'll play out because. I can see the scenario where it's really just a couple targets a game. He might get something every once in a while, but the majority of those throws are going to Edelman and um, Sanu. We know that. So, but depends on your roster size. And you never know. You don't know what this kid is. He's, you know, first round talent. You just, you don't know. You don't know. They don't have a player like him on the out there right now. So shoot, put him on the end of your bench and just see what happens. Because um the rest of the the rest of the list isn't isn't great. No, and <laughs> I do have to mention him. He's outside of our usual parameters. But Josh Gordon, I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know <laughs> he about did him. get he got claimed by the Seahawks, which is a great landing spot for him. Uh, DK is starting to come into his own. Obviously, you have Lockett, but Josh Gordon is going to be the you know one of the you know, the third most talented guy in that team. I mean, honestly, he might be the first if he can get it together. And as we've seen with DK, um, you don't have to be, you don't really have to fit a scheme right now. You just have to be athletic. You know, they just have to have another body for Russell Wilson to get the ball to. I don't know what this is going to turn into, to be quite honest. But if I'm looking at the people on this list, He's definitely number one if if he's you know available in your league, which a lot of people did drop him when they put him on IR. Uh, right now he's rostered in fifty four percent of ESPN leagues. Obviously, take a look at him. I think he's definitely worth um, a relatively decent amount of uh, draft capital, just because I don't see anyone else, especially in the wide receiver. If you're looking for that, I don't see anyone else that could really make a huge jump like like he could. So that's why I say that. The only problem with him is he plays San Francisco this week. Probably won't do much, and then he has a bye. So True, um, but you just know it, you're not yeah. going to be able to get much out of him until like twelve week twelve or thirteen. Yeah, hundred percent. But, yeah. but you you have to get him now. You can't yep. wait. Yeah, you, you got to go get him if that if you want to take the chance yeah. on. Him. Yeah. Hmm. You got any other names? <laughs> uh I'm wondering if there's anyone that's even remotely interesting. Uh. 
No, no one that I can endorse <laughs> even half-heartedly. No, there just there just isn't right now. There isn't. Um, I mean, Cole Beasley's caught some touchdowns lately, but that's about it. You don't really want it. Okay, about how about tight end? Uh, Jacob Hollister. He's been interesting here. He might be a a pickup if you need a tight end. That's um what two touchdowns this past week. He hasn't done a lot other than that, but hey, if you're hurting at that position, there's probably worse options than him. Yeah. So go get well, Hollister, maybe take a chance. What do you think about, uh, I think it's too early to know for sure, and he's about to hit a bye, but Noah Fant, um, he had the big game. It was only three catches, but he did go for over 100 yards just because, I mean, do you think that rapport is with the young QB is something that we can look forward to, or do you think that would just, it was more of one long pass? And we, I, I think it's probably just the one long pass, but... Again, it's like in the same situation as like the Hollister. If there's not a lot out there, and depending on your league size and who's out there, I mean, I guess you just take a chance on a guy like that. If you, um, you know, really hurt and you just want to try some upside there. But he has what by this upcoming week, then Minnesota, then at Buffalo, eh, not the greatest there. But um, if you just have an empty roster spot, you want to throw him there and try him out in a week or something, you can take a chance on it. There's not, yeah. O.J. Howard's coming back, and he's at 42% owned right now. So maybe, you know, go get O.J. Howard. Yeah. And take, and a, take, a, take, a, take a chance. Yeah. I, I kind of like uh, Darren Fells, but once again, he I believe he has a bye next week. But he's been doing well with catching touchdowns, and when you get that low, <laughs> you're just looking for that. Yeah, he's up to – he's at six touchdowns for the year. He has the bye and then plays at Baltimore. So yeah, that's it's, rough. It's ugly. It's ugly. That's why, like, a, a Jacob Hollister probably looks pretty good right now. Yep, he is. They they find a way to to use tight ends in that offense, so he would yep. be number one. But all right, I think that's all I got for waivers. It's a uh, you know, I it's it's already week ten, but I swear it'll get better, right? I I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I've been waiting for this to happen all all year, and I, there just hasn't been a whole lot. I and maybe I'm just remembering the uh, <laughs> the you know, waiver wire incorrectly. Maybe I'm just thinking that last year it was just full of people and I could find hidden gems. And But uh, I don't know. It just feels a little different this year, but maybe I'm just glorifying last year. All right. Well, that'll do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll do some uh, start-sit questions for you. So get those questions into us at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. We'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>